Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to Heart of the Cards, where we talk about Heart of the no, Cards. No, wait, wait, wait since when's that the name? <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this, our show is not called Heart of the Cards. It's called Yugi Boys. The only thing that matters is Heart of the Cards, guys. I, I hope I want you to understand that it's all about the Heart of the Cards. Power doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. It's, it's the Heart of the Cards. Whatever this show is about, it's not. It's not what our show is called. Yeah, our show is called Cool Guys with Chains. <laughs> Our show, our show doesn't have a name. <laughs> uh, you want to continue your intro now? Uh, that that was that's. I mean, I was just gonna keep saying Heart of the Cards until you guys stopped me, and you guys stopped me. Wait, I had such on the a first long one? plan of Heart of the Cards <laughs> references, and you guys stopped me on like the first one. So yeah, that, you, I don't know how you could ever have imagined we were gonna let that stand. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna go very far. Um. But uh, we're here with uh, Joey, Heart of the Cards, and Kyle, Heart of the Cards. Uh, Heart of the Cards to you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So um, we watched episodes 8 through 10, which I'm, fingers crossed, have written down correctly this episode. Yeah, that sounds Yes, right. that is correct. Uh, of, of Yu-Gi-Oh! So um, as you can tell, the entire focus of these episodes was Heart of the Cards, because Heart of the Cards, Heart of the Cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know if you guys got anything else um, to to open or, or anything you'd like to say, we can uh, just get jumping right in here. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. Let's hear it. So last week, or last episode, because this isn't—I don't know if we're releasing these weekly, but I'm <laughs> whatever. Um, we're recording last weekly, episode. So it was last week for us. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Sure. Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. So on on the last episode, we we talked about or I talked about how I had achieved enlightenment. Yes. And I I no longer (sighs) felt anger while watching this show. I've gone through the the stages of grief or whatever, and I'm now at acceptance. After these three episodes... Oh, you're back. Where where are you guys? Okay. So I was going to say, I I was going to bring it up when I reached it, but I think I also reached the same point, which was... which I. This these three episodes were such a massive roller coaster of emotions for me. <laughs> I went. Well, I mean, we'll get into the details as to why, but episode eight was one of the darkest moments, and I almost thought that we weren't going to make it through the series when I was watching episode eight. Uh, I think it was somewhere in episode nine when I was like, "All right, I've stopped." I I I actively thought about what you've been saying for the past few episodes of this podcast where you have to not think about it as a card game and think about it as an anime battle. Mm-hmm. And it actually changed my perspective on everything. And I was like, D- all right, it, like, if this is an anime battle, this, this is kind of a banger. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, think, I think I'm somewhere hovering between frustration and enlightenment. Okay, okay. Well, you're close. You're close. Yeah, we're, we're close. I mean, I don't mean to completely mimic Mark, but I kind of went through a similar thing, (laughs) except instead of looking at episode nine as like this, like this amazing anime battle, I looked at it as the stupidest thing I've ever watched. And it's, (laughs) it's, it it might be my favorite episode of this show. (laughs) So, you know, I'm, I'm also there. I'm, I'm liking the show, but for different reasons. I'm really glad that that you guys have have joined me on the enlightenment train because I gotta tell you these these three episodes, man. The, I, I I was I was I was in my happy place <laughs> watching this. Like I, I feel like I finally learned how to enjoy Yu Gi Oh. 
and uh, oh man, it, is is there is there much to enjoy when you when you're watching episodes eight through ten? <laughs> it's so good. There's only 140 to go, so I don't worry about that. Um, I hope it's not all downhill from here. Oh, it is. Uh, I think I think there's a little bit of uphill for the rest of this season, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. and then you've reached the peak. Sure. Um, Battle City has some good moments, but Battle you know. City does. But we'll 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 get there. But yeah, yeah. in order to get there, we got to dive into episode eight. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be extremely frank with this one. I have almost nothing positive to say about this episode, so okay. I'm going to breeze through it, and if you guys have like important points you want to talk about, stop me. Because sure. there's one thing I want to say, it's a mini rant, and then I have nothing else okay. worth talking about in this episode. Okay, okay. So, basically, the episode opens, and uh, we see that Mokuba was trapped in a castle, and... Um, Mokuba is escaping the castle and then is like running off and we get some flashbacks about um, like Mokuba being captured by Pegasus and Pegasus saying uh, like Pegasus finds out that Mokuba escaped but is fine with it because it, it, he like wanted Mokuba to escape because Mark I, 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 I gotta stop you real fast oh, while you're there God. and I'm sorry because I just I can't let this like line just go by. Pegasus heavily implies that he has multiple child prisoners oh, yeah, in his does. castle. Because, like, Croquet, who's his right-hand man, which is a great name. <laughs> I can't believe um, that that's actually his name. I've been calling, I've been writing him as Butler in the notes. <laughs> no, it's Croquet, of course. Croquet. Of course. Why would like, it be? And he's just like, oh, no bother. You know, I have many more. Or he says something stupid yeah, like that. Uh, croquet comes up to him and says, Master Pegasus, the prisoner has escaped. And he's like, which one? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Also, Joe, you do a great cro- croquet. <laughs> I don't remember what croquet sounds like. <laughs> that was spot on. Actually, that was pretty decent. <laughs> you do a fantastic job with everyone in this show. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, and just while, while we're on the subject, I, I, I think I genuinely love the voice acting in this show. <laughs> oh, it's really? really? Good. Because, yeah. because I'm on the complete opposite spectrum. <laughs> that is one of the, my biggest pet peeves in this show. I, I think that... that like four kids gets a lot of crap because they, you know, like censor things in the show, right? Oh like there's God. there's some infamous parts in these episodes where like yeah. some of Pegasus's henchmen are, are pointing <laughs> fingers when they're really pointing guns. Oh yeah, those um, were good. Iconic, iconic bit of censorship. But I think the voice performances indicate that the people involved knew what kind of show they were working on, and uh, and. They did a good job. You always I look think... at you always have these interesting perspectives. And this is why I love talking <laughs> to you about things, is because you always come with these like like I'm more of just a straightforward, I'm watching it and you're doing a really campy performance of, of voice acting and, and it it, <laughs> ma- it takes me out of the experience watching the show. Whereas oh, you man, come that at draws it like, me in. Where it's like, oh no, they're doing it campy because they know what show it is and they know how bad it is. So if they know, then I can be okay with how bad the show is. It's the mental leaps in logic you do sometimes <laughs> with your analysis is, it's not is a leap, incredible. Mark. This is this is pure <laughs> honesty. I look at this show and I hear it's like like some of Pegasus's henchmen talking in like the, the most ridiculous voices I've ever heard, you know. And I'm just like, yes, give me more. Come on, this is All what right. I'm into. And I, let me just say too, like unironically, I think Yugi's voice performance and like Yami Yugi and you know Pharaoh and everything is genuinely great. Like I think he, that guy does a fantastic job. I think that he does well. 
I, I well, little little Yugi, I don't think I I don't like his like squeaky high pitched stupid voice. <laughs> it um, is the same voice actor, by the way, which I thought. Wait, was really? Right. Yeah. Wow. I think that Pharaoh Yugi is is a very appropriate voice for for his character. Oh, and I yeah. think that Joey Wheeler's voice, just because it's Joey Wheeler, top tier. is legendary. Yeah. And Pegasus also does well. Kaiba too. Like Kaiba's. Great. I, I think Kaiba's good. Kaiba has his moments. Um, there's an infamous moment in Battle City that I absolutely love f- for for how bad it is. We'll get there in a few years. Yeah. I will. I, I would like to while we're while we're sidetracked here, um, just go into my little rant because um, the amount of flashbacks in these three episodes absolutely triggered me. Beyond. <laughs> oh no, belief. I understand. I understand. Um, yeah, these were these were a lot of flashbacks. The yeah. little like. You, like the, I don't know what the actual like classification of the sound effect is, but the like it sounds like a camera shutter almost when they when they flip into a flashback. Mm-hmm. Every time that I heard it in these episodes, like a little part of me just died, and, <laughs> and I like started getting a little bit of a tick, and like you you can't we can't be doing this again. We saw another Joey Serenity flashback. Oh yeah, that was great. like how many more? It was of those quick. Could it we was quick to be need? fair. How many more of those could we possibly need? We saw three different like Mokuba flashbacks that were the same thing. No new information revealed in, <laughs> they in the flashback. Time, man, I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god, it was at like that. That was, I think, in episode eight alone, there were four different flashback points, and I I almost lost it. I almost <laughs> lost my mind how many times they were flashing back. See, I I I respect that. But I think I've gotten to the point where, like, whenever a flashback happens, I just kind of, like, like my brain shuts off for a little bit. And then it shuts back on automatically when the flashback's over. So I don't even notice. Like, I couldn't even tell you how many flashbacks were in these episodes. I'm sure it was a lot, but, like, I, can, I just don't I can only that. tell you because I got so annoyed that I started... I, I have so many things in caps lock that's just, like, more flashbacks in my notes. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Like... The way I do the show is I, I outline the episodes so like I know where we are in the episode and, and can kind of like you know sure. give give a recap so nobody else has to sit through the episodes to follow along with the podcast. Yeah, of course. But of course. in doing so, <laughs> I, I have to write. Hey, they went to a flashback here, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. oh, it just it just it got so bad. The the number of flashbacks that I watched in, while while doing these three episodes that the sound just. Is eating away at my soul, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. only for it to be banished to the shadow realm by by uh, Yugi eventually. <laughs> nice. All right, so the the episode continues. Basically, the whole plot of the episode is some guys getting taken away on a boat mm-hmm. and freaking out because he got his starship stolen. We find out that Mokuba stole his starships, and Yugi agrees to duel Mokuba for the star chips because he's got like this secret motive that he won't tell anybody and Yugi like knows that he has this he's like I understand why you're doing this so I'm mm-hmm. going to duel you anyway instead of just mm-hmm. taking the star chips yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the entire duel I I'm pretty sure cuz I I wrote it down and I'm pretty sure it's only a two turn duel like a it turn is. and a half really yeah yeah um yet it still takes a half hour to get through this duel <laughs> because of how many times we have flashbacks. Yes. Yes. And just just to reveal like what Kaiba's been doing and 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 not even really what Kaiba's been doing, just like Mokuba's experience up to this point and why Mokuba mm-hmm. matters now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which like 
is is perfectly fine as like a story device. I don't really have a problem with Mokuba existing and and the backstory of what happened to Mokuba. Mm-hmm. I just would have rather have seen it as an episode rather than have to get flashbacked to it uh, during interrupting. a throwaway yeah. duel yeah. with some like random guy who we now have to care about who's getting taken away on a boat. I just think it would have been better storytelling that way. To be fair, the the random guy getting taken away on the boat gives us some great chemo moments. Oh yeah. Oh stop! You got enough chemo moments in episode <laughs> episode nine and ten. It's true. We do get need. a lot of chemo moments in episodes nine and ten. But I did really appreciate when chemo brings and chemo's. You know, if you're not, you don't know the names of the characters. He's like the 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 Pegasus henchman with like the pointy hair. <laughs> he just has Tristan's well, I wasn't hair. Even gonna go there. The, the one I single point. You have to yeah. say that. Um. Yeah, Kimo, uh, he, he's he's bringing the, the guy to the boat to, you know, like the guy who lost his starships to, mm-hmm. you know, ship him off. And one of Pegasus' henchmen is like, hey, what you got there? You got what, What'd you catch? And he says, just another loser. Hey, Kimo, what'd you catch? Just another loser. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. That was the best um, line for that episode. Oh, that was not the best line from that episode. I'm about to. Get it wasn't to the, the best, best line. line. Okay, from actually, you know what? It's like the fifth best line, but still, <laughs> there's a lot of best lines in this episode. The, I, I have it written in all caps as most cringy dialogue exchange in TV history. Ooh. That that we have coming up. Um, during so during the duel, uh, like basically it's all the flashbacks of Mokuba and and, and everything, and um, Yugi kind of reveals like what Mokuba's motives are and why Mokuba wants to duel Yugi. Um, and then Mokuba like clarifies that it's, it's kind of deeper than even Yugi thinks it is. Um, so Yugi thinks it's just revenge for Kaiba, but Mokuba reveals it's actually because if, if somebody else defeats Yugi, then Pegasus can't defeat Yugi and, and Pegasus needs to defeat Yugi in order to take control of Kaiba Corp. Yeah. Yeah, there's some like that... inf- like very very confusing stipulation in, yeah. in this deal that Pegasus has made with like the board of Kaiba Corp. The the super evil board. We'll see you later. Yeah, like the the super evil board who who basically like the terms of the agreement are like Kaiba has to be killed. Yes. And Mokuba has to be captured. Mokuba yes. has to be captured and Pegasus has to beat Yugi in a duel to restore the honor of Kaiba Corp. Because mm-hmm. somehow Kaiba's Kaiba's dueling prowess was linked to his company. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm giving them that one. The thing I, that I, I'm I confused just, I just about... gave up on all of the storytelling devices yeah, I, I, here. It's just like okay, you give it to him because it's like, what do you do? You know, yeah. like, but to me, it's like, why does Pegasus have to beat? Like, why does Pegasus have to beat Yugi to restore their honor? Couldn't it just be anybody beating Yugi? Like, why? I think why it's the Pegasus fact that Pegasus would have been in charge of Kaiba. It's like the person in charge of Kaiba uh, Corp mm. has to be the best duelist. Okay, that's fair. That makes I think, some sense. I think actually, that's yeah. where they were trying to go with it. Right, right that right, makes right. sense. Okay, okay. Anyway, so so wait, can I can I just ask you a question while yeah, we're, go for it. while we're talking about Kaiba Corp? What do you guys think Kaiba Corp does? Uh, research and development. About like what? Like, like what I, I don't know. It's I mean, what does like Bruce Wayne's corporation do in in the Batman universe? Does he have a corporation? Yeah, Wayne yes, Enterprises. Wayne Enterprises. Oh yeah, you're right. Wayne, I, I just th- like thought of like Wayne Manor. I just thought he just inherited money. <laughs> he just has a mansion. <laughs> I mean, like Wayne Wayne Enterprises. If if we're taking the Christopher Nolan movies as canon, oh, did, yeah, didn't they do like like uh like they built like the the metro system in, in yeah Gotham, they built the right? metro system. Um, but also just within the scope of the movies, like 
they had the research and development team doing like the the body armor for Batman, the Batmobile, right, right. the um, telecommunication device thing that like echo located right. people. Right, right, right. I mean, I think that's like the whole thing. I think it's just research and development stuff. So like Kaibo makes all like the holographic technology. So I think all like the dual arenas are supposed to be like Kaiba Corp owned. Yeah, I, th- I think he or, or invented okay. that or whatever. Okay, okay. I, I think that was established in episode one. Was like he. Well, he yeah, yeah, made but the I guess what did did Pegasus like license their technology for Duelist Kingdom then? Probably, yeah. Think? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, guess so. I mean, Maybe, they're yeah. already in his back pocket, so like, why? Yeah, it's true. Why wouldn't they have that deal going? You know. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder, like, so I guess Kaiba's parents must be out of the picture. Because oh, they yeah. should be the ones in charge of the company. Sure, sure. We'll, we'll talk about that in 39 We get, we get all the backstory of Kaiba. And, and oh, we his, do? Oh, family. wow. I had no yeah, idea. I thought this was just going to be a, oh, no, like, no, no. Like a thing that we just have to accept. No. Oh, no. I had no idea. In the worst arc, we learn Kaiba's backstory. So. Ooh, okay, I'm Did excited. you say in the worst arc? Yeah. Oh, you don't know the worst arc. I've only seen three <laughs> arcs, and that was by far the worst. So, you know. Well, I'm excited for that. Um, oh, man. At any rate. Um... All right, let's continue with episode. Okay, yeah. so so basically, Mokubo explains why he has to beat Yugi um, to so to foil Pegasus's plan, mm-hmm. and then it must like take thirty seconds for it to hit Taya, and it kicks off what I believe it 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 has to have been a mistranslation of something where they had to they couldn't figure out how to dub it over properly. <laughs> but Taya goes, wait, I get it. Mokuba is trying to save his brother's company by defeating Yugi in a duel so Pegasus doesn't get to face Yugi at all. Tristan says, what do you mean? Joey, what do you mean, what do I mean? Tristan, <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Joey, oh, sorry. What did you mean, Taya? <laughs> You're right. That like, was really what? confusing. I, 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 I noted that and was like, this, this is, I don't know if this is a bit that just doesn't make sense. Like, something's going on here that, that's, not, that's not right. Yeah. So that, that is the whiskey bottle I'm opening because I can't, I can't handle it. I, I actually had to pause the episode. I had to pause the episode and go back just to be able to write down the lines. But I also had to take a 10-minute break just just, just stop fuming <laughs> over how oh. stupid what I just heard was. Oh, Mark, I'm so sorry. I yeah, was... no, that 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 moment was rough. That that was definitely a challenge, oh. but you know, I could I couldn't believe it. I was like, and and then you're you're starting off this episode saying the voice acting is really like on point. Look, look, the voice acting is fine. That's not a problem oh. with the voice acting. That's a problem with you know whoever wrote the lines or whoever yeah. decided like oh we need to we need to figure out how to. How to handle this? Whatever, whatever it was in the original oh, Japanese, so probably brutal. made more sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so blame blame the director. Don't blame the performers. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm gonna blame Taya and Tristan's performer anyway because it seems like they phoned it in for every line of the entire series. So, well, I, I don't know. Those characters don't have a lot to do. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. So basically, we get through Mo- Mokuba's duel, quote unquote duel, and. He ends up just like I can't beat this guy because I I don't even think Mokuba understands dual monsters because no, he was he just like throwing monsters out there that were getting destroyed. So he just says fuck it, I'm gonna go steal Yugi's star chips like I did the other guy, and then Yugi can't mm-hmm. duel anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Yugi finds a way to appeal to Mokuba's morals that is wrong to steal, I guess, and that's yeah, why he, Mokuba... he gives him a life le- life lesson. Yeah, and and basically... I was surprised that Mokuba turned around so quickly. I'm also yeah. was surprised. It didn't make sense, kind of, in Mokuba's character, but 
he did and and, and whatever and, and Yugi was like we'll beat Pegasus together and Moku's like oh alright let's go return these starships I thought Yugi's speech was heartfelt and good it was um, so I mean like I, I wouldn't buy that Mokuba would, would give it to him that quickly and immediately be on his side but like you know I, I thought it was heartfelt you know I do have to say I, I cause, because I brought it up in previous podcasts I have to follow up and say I do like that we're continuing the story about Kaiba we're like, I, I have mm. to give the show credit when the show deserves credit. And we've been saying for for five episodes now, like, why, what what happened to Kaiba? We haven't seen Kaiba. There was the whole, like, mind break thing that he did. Mm-hmm. And they actually, like, they, they don't just drop that. Like, it, it could have just been like, oh, that was a pilot episode. Drop it. Who cares? They mm-hmm. don't drop that, though. And they kind of build on it. And, like, Yugi's explaining like he opened his mind, he cleared his evil thoughts, all like all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I mean, what, whatever you want to make of that, but I have to give the show credit for sticking to it. And and I, I mean, I thought they did a pretty good job. I, I still think that Kaiba at this point in the show is the best developed character, despite not being on screen for the past eight and a half episodes, seven and a half episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. like I, I, I mentioned in the previous episodes, like they're they're doing a good job, like being very careful not to to blow their load too early with kaiba you know they're, mm-hmm. they're leaving him they're leaving him in the background you know they we we hear about him a lot in the episodes people mention him but we haven't seen him in a while we will have to get to it though if if the payoff was good because he's coming back well let but... me tell you right now i don't think kaiba's return disappointed i think it was no, fantastic. No. um i have mixed I think feelings on his, it. his reintroduction his reintroduction was exactly what I was hoping it would be. I have mixed feelings, but we'll get into that. Um, I just so, want to say one thing, by the yeah. way, before we move on to this Kaiba reintroduction, because that's going to be important. Yes. Um, Mokuba noticed when when Yugi changed. Oh, he did. They he, all he, fucking he, noticed, eyes, though. No, no, no they, they don't. don't. No, they, no don't. they don't. Mokuba's the only one other than Kaiba who has had a reaction shot that was like, ah, oh, when Peg- Yugi Pegasus performed. might have, too, but... I don't, I don't think he did. No, Pegasus I didn't. Like I remember had that a reaction shot. Did she? No. In in the Weevil duel, it was nope. My did not have a reaction. So I I did write down um, something about the reaction. Uh, somebody said something about him. Trans- no, yeah, it was it was Joey and Tristan. Tristan said, you know, sometimes I don't even think Yugi knows why he does half the stuff he does when they were yeah that was in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Joey says, do you think it has something to do with his Millennium Puzzle? So I right. guess yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. noticing the transformation, but it's like people around him know there's something up with it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yes, they, they're recognizing something's different, but like, like I'm talking about literally it. recognizing when it happens, the transformation. I see. The what only you're people in this show that have done that are the Kaiba Bros. I I'm I just I get to look through the notes of of some of the quotes I wrote down. Just so such ridiculous stuff. When <clears throat> when uh, uh, what do they call? Did they call him Needlehead? Uh, chemo oh he calls him something like that yeah something like needlehead and, and tristan tries to fight him and he's like i can handle him it's <laughs> just condescending like, i hope so you're twice his size oh my god <laughs> that that was so awesome oh that was so awesome but like that that was so epic when like tristan like actually threw him right tristan, he, oh, yeah. he... tristan effortlessly threw a 200 pound man <laughs> but then the guy just like perfectly lands and then fucking like destroys Tristan. Yeah. Oh god, that was, it was amazing. That was an amazing anime battle. It was. In a show about <laughs> card dueling. Yes. I was so into it. <laughs> like, that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm glad we brought that up cuz that 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 moment was was like cuz you know, I feel like every every episode of Yu-Gi-Oh you start with like 
All right, another episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. The animation and... was slick too. Like you got. Well, yeah, it no, it animes. actually looked good. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there was parts of it that were a little bit like cheap, but like the yeah, majority it of it was like a solid, too, but... like a solid little actiony, yeah. little actiony moment. You know. All right, so before before we actually reintroduce Kaiba, I want to just close out the the chemo storyline just because it's uh-huh. it's it's a throwaway thing at the end of the episode. Well, not throwaway, but it's it's like the lead in to the next episode where. They go to right. return the chips, but they shipped off the boat early for whatever reason, storytelling, whatever. Because Kimo's an asshole. That's yeah. the only reason. And so Kimo swats the star chips into the ocean, which includes two of Yugi's earned star chips. So Yugi's yes. total is down to three now instead of, uh, what was five. that, five? Yeah. Which I don't yeah. know why Mokuba just didn't just give him back his chips. Why was Mokuba yeah. holding all the chips still? Yeah, That is a like, good question, yeah. They had a long way to go back. <laughs> between the arena and Duel's Kingdom. Also, literally like two days ago, Chemo was the one, or what is it? Kino? Chemo? Chemo. Chemo, like the cancer treatment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spelled with, with, with a K. Spelled, spelled with a K, though. Oh, okay. Like two days ago, he kidnapped Mokuba, and Mokuba goes up to him like he's never met him before. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that was hey, hey yeah. here, here are the star chips. It's like, stupid idiot. And then they're like, they're like yelling, like, yeah, that's so mean. It's like, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, somehow Kimo gets word from Pegasus to recapture Mokuba. Yes. Um, and so he he basically like he swats the star chips into the ocean, grabs Mokuba. Uh, Yugi challenges Kimo to a duel mm. in exchange for Mokuba's freedom, and that's uh, Kimo's like, I agree. You know, we'll go duel at a, at a site. I'll meet you there next episode. Four four hours later. He's four hours oh, specifically. Can four we hours. talk about that yeah. for a second? How Kimo was strangling Mokuba for four hours. No, that's not even what I want to talk about. That's not even what I want to talk about. Um, I forgot to bring this up at the start of the episode when we're doing uh, the like when Pegasus finds out the Mokuba escaped. Pegasus uh-huh. knows he'll seek out Yugi and request the tournament data to see how Yugi's doing. Yeah. And the computer tells Pegasus the tournament's going on for six hours. That's right. That's right. We've been in this tournament for like what four episodes, five episodes. Uh huh. And it's only six hours have passed. Are you ki- are you kidding me? I just I can't believe that so many duels have gone by. And then I go back. I went back to the comment they made last episode about being so hungry and not mm-hmm. having any food. And it's like they've only been there for six hours. Like how much <laughs> how much do these characters need to eat? Well, that's actually really interesting because if that it's means... only been six hours. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay, so what time do you think they got to? To Duelist Kingdom, like what time probably, in the probably morning? like in the morning, right? Like how early do you? Yeah, think? I bet they got there at like ten a.m. Like ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Okay, then six hours go by. In keeping with that, though, it was around. I, I'm pretty sure it was like sunset when the boat was shipping off. Yes. Right. Well, well, okay. Here's my question: Does that six hours include the four hours that we waited for for the chemo fight to take no, no, place? No, no, no. That, that, that happened after. Yeah. Okay, so that means that ten hours. From the point when they got to the island is when the chemo <laughs> fight took place. Yeah. It should yes. probably be dark out, no? It, it probably should be. Or should at least be like sunset, I would think. Well, they're going into the Shadow Realm. Like, it, it's, it doesn't matter. It's probably, that fight was not in the Shadow Realm. The that shadow fight was realm. outside. I know, I know. It was It was like a Shadow Adjacent duel, though. We're getting real into the weeds now. Yeah, we are. All right. All right. <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was really interesting because when, when he said six hours had passed, I'm like, We've seen four duels. Like what? Um, I like how almost half of the time we've spent on Duelist Kingdom happens in a cut. 
<laughs> Half oh. their time at Duel's Kingdom was waiting for Kimo to get Ghost Kaiba. <laughs> All right, yeah, so so let's let's get to the reintroduction of Kaiba because that's mm-hmm. that's the real meat I think of these of these this trio of episodes. Oh yes, hundred um, percent. So we are reintroduced to Kaiba just kind of like randomly in a cut, and and Kaiba's just there, like like Yugi and Mokuba. Uh, agreed to go return the star chips all of a sudden flash cut kaiba's there yeah and... we cut to like some vacation house i guess that kaiba has yeah. Like, yeah. on a cliff somewhere uh and he's like going through all this data and trying to figure out how yugi could have beaten him and all this kind yes. of stuff no, specifically he says he says that he's he's run like hundreds of computer simulations mm-hmm. and quantum analysis of the duel i understand and, and there's no he can't figure it out I've run computer simulations, probability scenarios, and quantum analysis of our duel, but I still don't have the answer. Quantum analysis couldn't figure out that a guy could draw five cards in a forty-card deck. That <laughs> that's that's my that favorite part. Was so epic when when he he's he's running all these computer simulations to try to figure out how he lost, and he's talking about quantum analysis. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. It's like the people uh, doing this knew what kind of show they, oh, were, yeah, definitely. they were dealing with. Quantum analysis. I so love Kaiba's, it. So Kaiba's doing his quantum analysis. He can't figure it out. He He's like actually starting. He, he's questioning if Heart of the Cards is actually real. Yes. Um, because he's, he's he doesn't really want to believe it. But he's like, there's no, there can't be any other way. I've run the simulation. His mind has been opened. Yeah. Um, and then somehow this remote location that Kaiba has run away to that Mokuba can't find, um, Kai, uh, Pegasus's goons find it, uh, point their fingers at him, and Kaiba jumps out a window. Yes. And my one of my personal favorite memories of this show occurs here, where the goons are just like, nobody could survive a fall like that. Instead of just looking out the window <laughs> to see if he survived a fall like that. Yeah, it's like waiting a minute. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one, Mark. No one could survive that. What's the point of checking? I mean, it was a pretty big <laughs> fall, but yeah. You know. I mean, it's it's a massive fall. But the next episode, when when spoilers, Kaiba's alive. Um, we we see that he like survives and he just climbs up on one of the rocks in the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Where like, if you're just standing relatively close to that window, you probably could have seen him climbing onto oh, yeah. the rock in the ocean. Oh yeah. Yeah, def- definitely. And then, and then instead of being like, "Oh yeah, Pegasus, he's dead. You don't have to worry about him anymore," like maybe, maybe they could have like actually finished the job, and the series would have just ended at, at ten episodes. That would have been nice. And we could we could we could have all gone home. <laughs> well, we're here, and and Kaiba made it. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then we're on to the next episode. So well, episode... Let, let's let's remember how episode eight ends. It ends with Ghost Kaiba. Right. You know, saying right. the classic the, line, the tease, you, yeah. you don't stand a ghost of a chance. Yes, Yugi. It's me, Kaiba. And this time you don't stand a ghost of a chance. <laughs> yes. The infamous line. That, yes. that line is, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged has made that line famous. Well, you know, because it's an world. awful line. Oh, it's an amazing <laughs> it line. It makes no sense. Oh, it, it, is, See, it is just a great line. I mean, I, so so kind of jumping head head first into episode nine, I actually think there's a better line. Like, I, I, I that line is more famous, I agree. Yes. But at the start of episode nine, Kimo 
d delivers the it's time to duel line and he says it's time to duel with the ghoul it's time to duel with the ghoul that Which, is a good line Ooh, i, I think it's even... just infinitely better that is good no look you, you guys got to understand like th there is a lot of good ghost kaiba lines oh talking yeah. about how he's a ghost uh, like i oh, like man. when he says uh he says, you know, being a ghost is great. You know, I got I save so much money on food bills. <laughs> not having a real body isn't so bad. You would not believe what I save in food bills alone. Oh, I can't believe that he said that. <laughs> that would break my heart I if I had one. He said those that things. would break my heart if I had one. Ooh, that was great. <laughs> oh, I love that one. <sighs> Almost breaks my heart if I had one. I, I well, so I also love people's reaction. Like everyone was just in disbelief. Like you can't be Kaiba, Kaiba can't be dead. All this kind of stuff. And it's like I understand mm -hmm. being in denial. But Joey goes, that ghost doesn't even look like Kaiba. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that it was, looks exactly like it Kaiba. Looks just like him. <laughs> yeah, but that Joey was just wrong on that one. I mean, I, I respect it. Like he's trying to join in on the fun of. You know, this guy's not Kaiba, but he, he missed the mark on that one. Also, he while, while we're talking about this, like, early, you know, <laughs> awful lines and stuff like that, did anyone else notice the really weird line delivery by Yugi where he says it's not him? Yes, I wrote that down. I wrote down it's not <laughs> like, him. Or, I don't know, I think Kimo's like, it is Kaiba, and Yugi's just like, it's not him? Plus a very cranky ghost just looking for revenge. It's not him. It's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it just sounds it looks so weird no no you're right kyle i noticed that like that 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 was a very very strange moment um i don't know what that was uh, it is you know they can't all be winners yeah so um we kind of open episode nine with like a pretty massive recap of, of oh, yeah. episode eight where they're just kind of mm -hmm. like going over all of Kaiba and Yugi's backstory and, and everything mm -hmm. that happened with Mokuba and Pegasus with the company and all that kind of stuff. Yes, of course. Um, and then we get we get Kimo explaining again how Kaiba died and is a ghost and all this kind of stuff. Um, one one moment that I really did like a little like teaser kind of um, to a reveal in episode ten was they cut to Pegasus uh, talking to I can't even remember his name again. Croquet. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to call him Barbara from now on. <laughs> Don't worry, no we'll keep correcting you every time. Yeah, we will That's correct fine. you every single time. Um, so so Pegasus is kind of like like toying with him about Ghost Kaiba and says, like, it's it seems like such a throwaway line, but says that Yugi actually helped Pegasus in what will be Yugi's downfall. And, like, and Yugi doesn't even know it. Um and it kind of alludes to the reveal later that Yugi banishing Kaiba's dark side to the Shadow Realm is how Pegasus was able to bring him back and play all these mind games. Mm -hmm. I actually thought that was a really cool line that they kind of like. It, it, I feel like it showed care for the material, in 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 a show where it otherwise doesn't feel like they ever care about. Yeah, not something you often see on Yu-Gi-Oh. So you got to take those when you get them. Yeah. So so we go into the duel. And Ghost Kaiba puts up, like, I think five star chips or maybe three star three. chips. I don't know why he has star chips. I think it's three. Why does he have star chips? Well, I'm assuming Pegasus just gave it to him. Yeah, but, like, why? Like, th this is like an exhibition match. Maybe there's four hours included, uh, Chemo, like, swimming and finding the star chips. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. God. That would, <laughs> if he just shows up to this episode wet. Soaking, soaking wet, wet still <laughs> holding <laughs> Why are you, you soaking wet <laughs> holding Mokuba? <laughs> I mean, the guy, they they can't have an infinite number of star chips. I have to imagine Pegasus isn't happy about you know six of his star chips being. Pegasus know, is a lost like a, a trillionaire. Like I I don't think he cares about the star chips. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Um, 
But they, they they wager three so that if Yugi loses, he's knocked out of the tournament because the whole yes. point is to knock him out of the tournament. Right. Um, and and a note from the last episode is that they stole Kaiba's deck so that that the ghost Kaiba could use it. Yes. Uh, with, but like, so here's where here's where you have to suspend your disbelief. And, and this was literally the moment where I had to say, okay, turn off the fact that this is a card game and let's just use it as an anime battle. Mm-hmm. Because Kaiba starts off with Hit- Hitatsumi Giant. Hitatsumi Giant. Which is a direct callback to their first duel and gets Yugi like, oh, man, wait. they That's how Kaiba opened the last duel and like mm-hmm. does all that. What are the odds that you draw that card out of 40 first? Like what do you draw? Five cards into well, your hand. That's the, again. Yeah. There you go. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like this. This is an anime battle, and it's hype as hell to see Hitatsumi Giant yeah. played again on the first. So, turn. so that that's my point. I guess is it was a really cool moment that he opens the same way that the first duel opened. And it's, like as a viewer, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. oh wow, oh like that's so cool. Like it's 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 like he's the first duel with Kaiba again, but Yugi doesn't have Exodia, which mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. play up a ton. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just just in case you forgot that Yugi doesn't have Exodia. I appreciate that they at least didn't show the flashback of Weevil throwing it into <sighs> yeah. the water. That's, they that they, they easily point. could have done that like three times. That is a great point. I I totally neglect with the fact that they showed every other flashback they could in these episodes. I totally forgot that they didn't show that one. That was a rare moment of restraint. And the, the number of times they referenced not having Exodia, they could have showed that flashback a ton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, I thought I thought it was really cool opening to the battle to open with Hitatsumi Giant, which yeah, that was great. I will never stumble over saying that word, never no. not stumble over over saying that word. Um, but then like we immediately swerve, we're off we're off of that track as Yugi summons the Dark Magician and immediately destroys the giant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then becomes one of my favorite moments maybe in all of anime history. Yes, I know exactly where you're going. You know where I'm going with this? This well, is the thing that we, we need to talk about. The best action montage theme song maybe yes. ever as Kaiba is breaking into his own house. I think it's revealed to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like doing almost nothing action-y, but the, the theme song that's going on while he's doing it is just full turned up to 11 like this wonderful discount pop punk <laughs> garbage with lyrics, the lyrics, the lyrics are like, now i'm back yeah exactly like i that again like this this kind of stuff is is the stuff that just uh, inject it directly into my veins just give it to me <laughs> this I is what made more. me start to love the show yeah like uh oh, oh man oh that was so good Oh I was god, like, that was so good. I was like expecting, half expecting to like start taking out guards and like 007ing the whole situation. Yeah. And no, no, just no. hops and over a bush, climbs, has climbs a secret entrance, gets into a computer room. <laughs> that's it. So yeah, like I think the, the the best way we can describe like really the following two episodes is that it's it's cross cutting between the the duel between yeah. Ghost Kaiba and Yugi and Kaiba on his mainframe computer after he breaks into his house. His his um, sassy mainframe. His sassy oh mainframe gosh. computer. And I gotta tell you guys, they talked so much. Oh th- my god! This this like ping ponging back and forth 
between the two these two things is uh-huh. the coolest thing this show's it's ever. It's so been. good. Like because and I say that both ironically and unironically. Hard because it's very stupid. Like everything that happens in the Kaiba computer scenes is completely like galaxy brain insane. <laughs> oh, amazing. you mean like crashing, hacking a satellite to crash it into the mainframe? You don't understand how hype that was. For Did me. he crash a satellite? Yes, he crashed. Yes, he you, brought you the satellite down. Into yeah. a building? No, yes. I just I just need to clarify that's what he did. Yeah, well, that's, that's what it looks like. Into the building. <laughs> like you it's it's like the perfect level of insanity, but it's <sighs> so badass. Like like you got Kaiba just sitting there typing away in his computer. He's he, and he's like, you know, we, we can't hack into the satellite. He's like, I'm not gonna hack into the satellite. I'm gonna bring it down right into the mainframe. It's like <laughs> what? You can do that? Yeah, just just oh yeah, I'm just gonna like mess with the coordinates and all of a sudden now it's targeted direct on this like tiny little tower. In California. <laughs> like uh, listen guys, like, say that. <laughs> everything about everything about the Kaiba computer scenes is just next level. Like I love how uh, how Pegasus's security system is like a weird rabbit guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, I took so many notes on that rabbit because I'm so convinced that I know what that's from, and I, I'm I'm waiting for when it shows up again in the show. <laughs> I took so many notes on that rabbit. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just I, I'm gonna leave it on the cliffhanger there because. <laughs> also, can we, can we take a second just to talk about the fact that. Uh... Pegasus's password is Pegasus. Oh, oh that I, was hype I, too, though. That was so good because, like, Kaiba was right. He was like, you know, I did. I think Pegasus has such an ego. He never would have even imagined anybody would get this far in his security. Yeah. I bet he just made his password Pegasus. You're telling he me he right. can't have a little bit more security with his passwords? Are you, are, Pe- are you look, kidding Pegasus, me? Pegasus doesn't give a shit because he has money. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, in, in Pegasus's defense. Kaiba guessed the password and then had to jump through like seventeen more loops it's true. to actually oh, yeah. see any of the data. I really love how like how how complicated Pegasus's security system is, where it's like mm-hmm. it, it's like a hallway full of doors, and then suddenly <laughs> it's like a giant fortress in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And you, get, you get through the fortress, and then you're back into a hallway with more doors. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's great. As a programmer, as uh, like as my profession. I can honestly tell you that none of this UI stuff is in any hacking type tools. You don't, don't see don't any be of this. like that. It's all don't just be words. like that. Take take your programmer head <laughs> shit out of here and just enjoy the fact that Kaiba like blew up a door with a TNT program. <laughs> Mark, this is what hacking was like in like the early two thousands. You, yeah, you, you just weren't around back. You just don't know so, what it's so like. So much cooler yeah. back then. It yeah. really was. Yeah. I, I do want to instead of just leaving everybody in the dark with the rabbit thing, I do want to bring up like what I what I observed about it. So my memory is I think it's a dual monster that we see later on in the show. Yeah, I think it is. Um, but where we're first introduced to it is not actually in, I think it's in episode eight, it, or it, it might have been earlier in episode nine. But when one of the scenes where Pegasus is talking to his butler, he's reading a comic book, and the comic book is the rabbit. Oh, is it really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, I forgot about the yeah. comic book scene. That was a great scene too. Yeah, that was really so, good. So, so when I saw that, I actually made a note of like, hey, like that Toon Rabbit. I'm pretty sure that comes back. Um, and and the reason I wanted to make a note of it there is because if Pegasus is the creator of Dual Monsters, like he's taking those kinds of inspirations from comic books and bringing them like into the card game, which I just think is a really, really like it's another one of those throwaway details. 
that shows that you kind of care about the show, even though yeah. 99% of the show makes it feel like you don't. Um, so I thought it was really cool. And then, like, obviously it's showing up all over the screen. It's like, oh, okay. I guess they're, they're really pushing the fact that this Toon Rabbit's going to be a thing. But mm-hmm. um, if, it, if it shows up in the future, I, I, obviously, like, you know, I, it's, it would be one of the Toon Monsters for, from the battles where, where those exist. Um, yes. and, and we'll revisit it then. But uh, I did make a note of it because I, I just thought it was really cool. Um, that it was it was from the comic. Yeah, yeah. Even just having it in the comic book in that one scene, and then having that be the mascot for the for the firewall, I think mm-hmm. is a uh, is a pretty cool thing. Oh yeah, I'm all about it. Um, what else happens in this episode? I feel like we've we've covered like the the stuff that's hype. I don't even remember the yeah. duel that much in this episode. I, I feel it, like it gets most better of the, in the episode, next episode is Kaiba's like sneaking stuff. Yeah. yeah so the, so the big the big bits um, that I wrote down were. Uh, once the once the ghoul summoned blue eyes, that's when everyone kind of like it's like oh wait this like has to be Kaiba's deck, right right right. Uh, one thing that I did note, uh, you know, as as we're tracking all this data uh, for all the different cards that are played, um, Curse of Dragon had his first death in in a in a duel. Okay. In this duel, blue eyes blue eyes destroyed Curse of Dragon. I thought that was, um, it's one of the longest stand. So where most of the duels go, like. Summon monster, kill it. Summon monster, kill it. Summon monster, kill it. Mm-hmm. Like Curse of Dragon was very often used as like the final play that Yugi would infuse with a magic card, uh, mm-hmm. was Burning Land magic card, and then like wipe everything out. Right. Um, or he or he fused it with Gaia. I think, yeah, yeah. In one of them. So this was the first time Curse of Dragon actually uh, suffered a defeat. It was destroyed real bad. Yeah. yeah. Blue eyes didn't stand a chance. Blue eyes uh, really really got to it. I was surprised that he didn't attack the Dark Magician because that's probably a more uh, so scary I wrote that down. That that was one of the <laughs> things that brought me out of the out of like my suspended belief, um, and, and like just really took me out of the moment because it really felt like like they had already set up that Kaiba wanted to do a search for the Dark Magician. Yes, like <laughs> that was how he was going to find Yugi's duel, and there was no other reason for Ghost Kaiba to stall other than to give real kaiba more time to find the dark magician yeah i mean they, they maybe could have come up with a better way to have kaiba searching through the, the pegasus data to find yugi rather than it being like oh i'm gonna search for any any match that has dark magician in play that, that's how i'll find yugi that's well, that's a wait, big didn't that also big not question. matter i don't know what what do you mean because like didn't he end up having to go through every single like duel arena? He and, did at the yes. end, yeah. So like yeah, searching for the dark magician didn't do anything. Didn't do did anything. It? In the end, it did nothing. Yes. But my my thing is like there's, I think there's better ways to, um, to to do like I I mean if they're gonna make up effects for cards anyways, you could have like had another monster on Yugi's side of the field and like a magic card that that redirected the attack to that monster or like yeah. there there's better ways than just. I don't want to attack you right now because I'm going to savor this victory. It's like, I, I get that you want you want him to seem like he's savoring the victory, but also you're just making him seem stupid and and kind of revealing the plot device that you're going for at the same time, yeah. which ultimately didn't matter anyway. And it's just, I don't know. Um, we also see Magical Hat's first appearance, though. Uh, oh, which, yeah. You know, we'll see a lot. Oh, um, that, was, that was super hype when Magical Hat's came out. Magical Hat's... Like I don't know why it is, but Magical Hats never loses its hype for me, for whatever reason. Like <laughs> I, I know Magical every Hats time it comes good. out, they're gonna yeah. attack it twice and not find the Dark Magician, and then Yugi's <laughs> gonna turn the battle within that time. But it never loses that hype. Well, I, don't know I think why. the thing that's the thing that's so nice about it is that like 
every single time I feel like that that card shows up, it it throws the opponent for a loop. You know, because like up to that point, in in, pre in pretty much every duel in this show, it's pretty much like the bad guy has the upper hand and is getting all cocky and then you know whatever, and then at some point Yugi does something that makes them get off off balance and then they lose. But, but Magical Hats is one example of like any time that card is played, that's your first moment where it indicates that the the opponent is is starting to lose some of their confidence, and that moment is always hype. That's a good point. Um, I also think it's it's really cool because the randomness of Magical Hats, like it, I could see people getting frustrated with well, they never end up like it's a twenty five percent chance to pick the right one on the first turn. And they mm -hmm. never end up hitting that twenty five percent chance. I don't think. Yes. So, I I could see people getting like weary of that over time. But it's nice that it's finally a moment where the enemy can like like look foolish by attacking an empty hat. But it's mm -hmm. not. It doesn't make them feel stupid because they they don't have control right. over it. Whereas like right. there's a lot of moments in the show where it's like you you didn't know that there was a trap card there despite him telling you mm -hmm. that he was gonna lay a trap card. Like mm -hmm. those moments frustrate me so much that it's refreshing when it's like magical hats and it's like the the opponent Yugi's opponent doesn't have a recourse for it. Right, right, and that that's always nice. It, it's not like yeah. it, it's never the the thing that turns the duel around completely and leads to Yugi's victory, but it's always the thing that makes the bad guy just a little bit less like. 100% steamrolling, you know. Mm -hmm. And that moment is always crucial, I think in every in every in every duel. All right, so um I think we covered most of episode 9. Uh episode 10 is just a continuation of the same the same battle. There is one last thing I want to oh, bring yeah, up from episode 10. One one of the like last lines is, you know, Mokuba's trying to convince everyone that's not, you know, that's not Kaiba. <sighs> and uh he he mentions to Yugi. He says, "Yugi, you know my brother. He's a nice guy." Now about uh, a week ago, now I know he had a brain blast, but Kaiba kidnapped his grandfather, <laughs> ripped up his his most like special card, and sent him to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, but Kaiba's nice to Mokuba. Oh, that is true. He is nice to Mokuba. And, and, but like, why is he going to well, Yugi so, for help? With so, that? and in Mokuba's defense, episode eight was was Yugi explaining to Mokuba that Kaiba was acting different because he yes. was nice now because Yugi banished yes. the dark side. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I, I let that one go. I was I was more Okay, just, that's fair. That's I was fair. more just annoyed with all like Mokuba's voice just, just kinda pierces through my ears and Mokuba's voice is not good. It's really, Mokuba, it's I'll, really I'll give difficult. you that one. It, it's really bad. And he repeated he must have had the same line of of something adjacent to you're not my brother fifty mm -hmm. times in that episode. And A it got too much. so old. A little bit too much. <laughs> Oh man, um, but but anyway, so uh, episode nine ends with um, the ghoul attacking one of the hats. Um, we start off episode ten. That hat's empty. Um, Yugi hides a trap under one of the hats. Blue eyes attacks that trap. Spellbinding circle. Blue eyes. I guess it decreased Blue eyes's attack by seven hundred. I believe. Yeah. 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 And then, and then, Dark Magician destroyed Blue Eyes after that. Yes, which which resulted in in Ghost Kaiba losing five hundred. Yeah, I was gonna make that yes. comment. 
that, um, that the life points were not correct. The, yeah, the life points just don't add up in this they show. Just don't. No, they, they, they don't. It's, it's just a thing you're going to have to deal with. Like, I noticed it. Device. It bothered me, but like it, it didn't bother me enough to be like, ah, you know, like they just pick a number. They pick a number, you know. Numbers are cool. I mean, it doesn't matter. So here's where I popped off, though. This is where this is where we hit enlightenment for just a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> Dark magician destroys the blue eyes affected by spellbinding circle, and everybody's yes. like cheering, like, like, yeah, you got the blue eyes, you know, woohoo! While everybody's cheering, all of a sudden, another lightning blast comes and destroys the mm-hmm. dark magician with mm-hmm. no warning whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Dark magician is gone. There is a brand new blue eyes on the field. That was hype. Yes. Oh, I was into it. I was, was so into it. Like in all in all of the all of Yugi's duels where he's like faced adversity, the, it, none of it ever felt like this. Like this felt like oh shit, it's it's doomed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, so that was really hype for me. Um, then uh, the Ghost Kaiba is still playing mind games with Yugi too. So um, he reveals the information about like kidnapping Yugi's grandfather and all that kind of stuff and Yugi's like oh my god like this has to be Kaiba like who else would know that information yeah um and so I, th- I thought that was kind of cool that like we're still playing that up and everything um and we continued in this episode like the the cutaway stuff so um while Yugi like while Yugi's dark magician is getting destroyed and everything Kaiba finally finds the duel uh that that Yugi's battling and tries to upload a virus. This this is so so right as we had that high for me of the second blue eyes being summoned, we had the low of now we're just gonna like completely cheat and and all the rules are broken. See here here's here's your problem, Mark. That took you lower. That just took me higher. No way. That just like that just boosted Kaiba my uploading soul the virus the took you higher because it's so dumb. It 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 it. I think at this point like. There's two ways you can go about it. When they break the the integrity of a card game, it can make you mad. Or it can make you soar into the skies of emotions. <laughs> and I've decided to choose to soar, Mark, because it's not worth it. It's not worth it to give a shit about this. It's much more fun to see Kaiba uploading a virus into his mainframe computer and then seeing the fucking blue eyes melting on the goddamn the fucking okay. Uh, okay. Uh, thing. I want it, to like, it, it's, it's epic. It's amazing. I love it. The blue eyes melting? Cool. Very cool moment. I like that. Breaking the rules of the card game and the integrity of the card game? Not really an issue for me in the general sense. I mean, they do it every single, you know, when match. When you do it in a stupid way, like, I just, I just felt like that, like... The virus concept when it was introduced felt stupid. And then the the dripping blue eyes where like everybody didn't know what was happening, pretty mm-hmm. cool. But like uh, like the tension that they tried to make with like the virus not uploading fast enough just felt like like so ham-fisted because you're already breaking the rules of the card game. I don't really feel the tension that you want me to feel with the virus not uploading fast enough. But this this isn't even the one that really got me like to a low point. I will, we'll, we'll get to that one a little bit later. Um, but that basically the virus ends up taking effect just in time. Um, 
Oh, man. Okay, so I, I guess I kind of need you guys to help me digest this because I was <laughs> a little bit confused as to what was happening. So no, this, was, this, this, this virus, part was a little bit ambiguous. The virus takes effect, and all yes. but Blue Eyes' attack points are still high enough to beat Feral Imp, right? Yes. But then the Blue Eyes just stops attacking for some reason? Well, because of the heart of the cards. Because of the heart of the cards, yeah. Yeah. But, oh. So, Heart of the cards, yeah. Mark. Was, I, look, l- listen, Mark. You opened this episode with a bunch of bullshit Heart of the Cards things, and if you're going <laughs> to stop us from talking about the Heart of the Cards when it actually matters, then I'm, I, I don't know if I can do this show anymore. But uh, so, so the Heart of the Cards one is one that, that upset me and why I opened the show that way. But he stopped, Blue Eyes stopped attacking twice. So it's, it's like right when the virus takes effect. Um, Blue Eyes is 3,000 attack, and, and the Ghost Kaiba calls the attack. And as he's attacking with the 3,000 attack points, the virus starts to hit, he starts losing points, and stops attacking. Yes. Like, why doesn't he finish that attack? Because of the virus. So, I think Yugi, like, sort of says something like, oh, the real Kaiba reached, like, the Ghost Kaiba and stopped the attack, or some crap like that, uh... but... It's mainly just heart of the cards. That that's that's the uh, reasoning. Yeah, no. The, the, listen, you gotta un- again. Remember, uh, this is not a card game. When when Ghost Kaiba told the Blue Eyes to attack, he wasn't just using the card ability that is attack in the rules of the game. He was telling the Blue Eyes to attack, and if it decides not to attack because it's its own thing, because this is not a card game, then that is okay. That's that's part of the game. That's part of how this works. So the heart of the cards prevented the blue eyes from attacking, despite it being ordered to do so. Mark, are you there? I'm. I'm trying to be. I'm trying. <laughs> um. All right. So so heart of the cards kills the blue eyes. No, it just stops the. Stops the attack. Yeah, the, the virus right. kills the blue eyes. Yeah, but the, the virus heart of the cards. Kills the, blue eyes. the heart. The heart of the cards is what prevented it from attacking. Yeah, come on, Mark. Keep up. I don't think that's true. I think the I think the virus, I think heart of the cards because the computer says I, I I wrote down that the computer said the virus was not responsible for the blue eyes being destroyed, and Kaiba said it was like it was the heart of the cards. Well, it was. And a then everyone in the duel claims the real Kaiba destroyed the blue eyes. Yeah, because the the real Kaiba was you know he he. he Remember the moment where he says Yugi and like yeah, Yugi hears it in his, in his mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kaiba willed the blue eyes to, to be destroyed. But then it wasn't the virus that destroyed it. It was the heart of the cards. Mark, it's a combination of technology and heart. We yeah. are so into the weeds on what destroyed this blue eyes. The blue it doesn't eyes matter what fucking destroyed the blue eyes, Mark. It was the heart of the fucking cards. Let, let's talk about the fact that after the blue eyes got destroyed, evil Kaiba turned into a fat pink-haired, clown-looking thing. That's That transformation so, so, is so, so good. So I'm back to popping off at this point. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's a pop-off moment for sure. So yeah. it's not it's not the transformation moment that's the pop-off. It's Yugi's response to the transformation. Yes, yes, yes. And it was such a good burn that even the ghost had to laugh. So Yugi goes, <laughs> I guess I just don't know what to call you. I was thinking about Monster, but I didn't want to insult the cards. I guess I just don't know what to call you. I was thinking about monster, but I didn't want to insult the cards. <laughs> I was so out good. of my chair, popping that off. That was that was the highlight of the entire episode for me. That was real good. 
Of course, I just want to bring up that the uh, right before this happens, the uh, like Kaiba gets locked out of the computer because oh, yeah. Pegasus like get, is onto him. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the, the fuzz. <laughs> the rabbit like appears on the screen like all over the place, going, "Hey Kaiba, hey Kaiba." Oh, I love that. The rabbit's voice was really good. If we want to go back to talking about voice acting, the rabbit's voice was really good. It, it yeah, was great. No, that was that was amazing. I just wanted to bring that up because I loved it so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love. But we can, let's go back to Ghost Kaiba. I love the no explanation when they end up raiding his house and don't find him. There's no explanation as to where he went. Yeah, he just you know maybe he had another secret exit. Who knows? I love that. Yeah, doesn't matter. He's Kaiba. He can do whatever he wants. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. Um. Another uh, just small data point. So so once we get past um, the ghost in his true form, the duel continues because they still have life points and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtic Guardian, first kill. Yeah. First kill yeah, of the show. He was high. usually the sacrificial first summon that Yugi would would do who would immediately get destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then Yugi would be like, oh, how did you do that? Um, <laughs> Celtic Guardian, first kill. Kills Grappler. Yeah, Amazing good job, moment. Celtic Guardian. I good job. Personally, good job. for Celtic Guardian. It's a big moment. <laughs> um, but basically, we, we're reaching the climax of the duel. Uh, the ghoul summons the final blue eyes, yes. who is unaffected by a virus, should be able to just wipe out Yugi. And, and the ghoul has like a little moment with himself where he's like, I just have to kill one of his monsters with the blue eyes, and, and I can win. Um, so, so, so the big climax is the, the attack is coming. And they kind of go with, like, a trap card uh, uh, swap. So Yugi activates Mirror Force to reflect it back at the ghoul, who activates Negate Attack, which then just makes nothing happen. <laughs> I was super yeah. into that because that was the first time we've seen a, uh, a trap card, like, sequence thing. Yeah, that was where pretty like, hype. That was a pretty hype moment. That's yeah, something that, that I was waiting for. So I'm glad that we finally got one of those moments, you know. Now, here's something that it, we'll, we'll go back. I, I keep bringing up the data because I spent a lot of time on it that, um, just because there was parts of that that threw me for a loop like this one. So Monster Reborn, we see for the first time in the series. And Yugi yes. uses it to resurrect his opponent's blue eyes. Yes, uh, he does. Buff it with Mystical Elf, who's yes, enchanting oh, the whole time. Okay, okay. I, 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 I know we need to get... <laughs> I know we have stuff to talk about. But Mystical Elf can't do that. I know. The, the, the Spellbook Kyle, Magic card Kyle, can't Kyle. do that. This is not a card game. I don't care. The Mystical every, Elf I, is I a Mystical Elf. I said episode one, I would comment on this every time it happens, and I'm doing it. Okay. This is stupid. Can, can, That's not what Mystic Elf does. Can we talk? And, okay. and, 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 why did he have to give her the Book of Magical Arts or whatever? It's just, It oh didn't do anything. It didn't do it. It just made it so that the attack that would have killed normally now just killed by more. Does more yeah. damage. Um, I my my issue with it was Yugi claimed that um, Kaiba uh, doing the virus to weaken the other blue eyes inspired him to make this play. Yeah, and I was like, you've you've known about buffing monsters though. Why did <laughs> why did Kaiba putting the virus onto the blue eyes teach you about how to buff a monster? He forgot. You literally were telling Joey in episode two that he can't just have monsters in his deck. He needs to have magic and trap cards to buff them. Guys, 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 guys. This was all just set up for the the final defeat line 
that Yugi delivers to the evil clown Kaiba. All right, give it to me. Which is, you know, they, they need to set up that this is not a victory just for Yugi. This is a victory for our boy Seto Kaiba. Yes. Okay. So that's why they had to say that he was inspired by Kaiba. Because, of course, the final moments of this duel, Mystical Elf buffs Yugi's blue eyes. It's, like, way stronger than anything on the field for, for Ghost Kaiba. And Yugi says something something along the lines of, uh, Consider this a message from Kaiba himself. You lose! Consider this a message from the real Seto Kaiba. You lose! <laughs> and that was awesome. Uh, it was really it's good. It's a decent line. I will say, you, you've been on point with a lot of voices so far in this show. That one needs a lot of work. It's not easy. I feel like the the problem You'll is get that there, every worry. other voice in this show is dumb as shit, but Yugi's voice is actually like kind of cool and good. Yeah, and I'm only good at the dumb ones. Definitely high quality voice. Hey, hey, Joey. What when this is all over, you you need to do like a little like skit, like a conversation between Croquet and uh, Bakura from school. <laughs> and maybe Tristan can show up too. Yeah, Tristan can show up there. You know, he he says one of his wacky lines. Hey, Croquet. <laughs> So I'm, I'm introducing a new segment here, here though. Um, I'm going to introduce what I learned about Yu-Gi-Oh from these episodes. Okay. I like I, this segment. It's a good segment. <laughs> I learned that there are that there's a monster recovery card and a monster reborn card, and they are two different cards. Wait, what's monster recovery? Um, I I don't remember the effect of it. It's it's something to do with returning a card i think so it's re- i think you return a card in play plus oh, that was during weevil wasn't it to your deck yeah it was during weevil okay yeah yeah and so i wrote down monster recovery in in our in my document uh from the weevil fight and then monster reborn was played and i said oh i've seen like from scrolling through the the list i see monster recovery i was like that must be Mos- monster reborn there's no way those are separate cards mm-hmm. um i must have like miswrote something yeah. So I look up Monster Recovery. It's a card. It has its own effect. It is different from Monster Reborn. And I said, okay, well, I don't ever remember an effect of putting a monster in your deck plus your hand and uh, being used in a duel. So I went back to the episode and rewatched <laughs> part of the Weevil episode. Lo Why behold, are you doing this to yourself? They, they accurately used that card's effect in that episode and I just completely missed it. I completely <laughs> missed that Monster Recovery was different than Monster Report in that episode. So I learned today, and I took an extra half hour of my time <laughs> trying to figure out if Monster Reborn was was already used in this episode or if this so, was the so first what you, time. <laughs> So what you actually learned is that this show is just like making you like die on the inside a little and bit you're wasting your life a little bit i'm wasting a lot of time <laughs> recording this data and trying to record it as accurately as possible it is not a waste of time this this by by the end of this podcast series we are going to have the most comprehensive data on Yu-Gi-Oh, the anime that has ever yeah. been recorded in human history and we're going to have a lot more views than the Yugi pals well oh, i mean wow. those those just, guys don't just, even know how to how to do a podcast just get that rivalry up and running yeah um yeah i uh i've actually been shocked by like cards that are iconic like in in my memory for this series like monster reborn i thought was used in like every battle and the fact that we're 10 episodes in and it's just been used for the first time 
and it wasn't to revive one of Yugi's monsters. It was it was to revive the opponents. Like that was just that was crazy to me. It was a little surprising. Yeah, it's a good moment. It's a good moment. Very hype moment. Um, so that pretty much ended the episode. Uh, Yugi rebanished the ghoul to the shadow realm, which I'm sure yes. in uh, less censored versions of the show was a lot darker than what we saw. Um, but uh, Yugi takes back Kaiba's deck, uh, presumably gonna take all the blue eyes out of it to make his deck stronger, so Kaiba can of never course, beat him of again. Course. Um, and then, uh, you know, just Kimo randomly disappears with a small child in his hands. Nobody, nobody noticed in an open field with nobody else around. Uh, so, so literally the only reason again. they're there, and no one had an eye on. Yeah, they were Mokuba. paying attention to the duel. You didn't have to pay like all, like you're telling me Mokuba didn't have some kind of ear piercing scream as he was being dragged away. <laughs> Come on, listen, you got to understand, Kimo is a shady customer. You know that guy. He really is. That guy can do a lot of things that we haven't even seen yet. Okay, I guess. I guess I, I just have to let that go because I, I don't I don't remember Kimo ever showing up again. I did not know his name was Kimo until th- these episodes. I, I think this is definitely Kimo's like you know his his big this was his, his big his big moment. But yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure he comes back later. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be hard to, to top the the Kimo moments in these these few episodes. I, I don't think he does, but I'm pretty sure he comes back later. A few throwaway notes that I have um, over the course of these three episodes. The specific phrase, Heart of the Cards, was said four mm-hmm. times. Um, okay, okay. Which, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm tracking all references to Heart of the Cards. So, like, if, if it's, like, win by heart, I will still count it as Heart of the Cards. But sure. the very specific phrase, Heart of the Cards, was said four distinct times. Which is a lot for, for like... I referenced last episode how it's time to duel is the iconic catchphrase, but mm-hmm, it's not yeah. actually said in full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for Heart yeah. of the Cards to be four times in, in three episodes, that was that was a lot to take in. And yeah. on that note, it's time to duel was finally said again in, uh, at the start of the Yugi-Ghost Kaiba duel. Um, yeah, uh, when Kimo said, it's time to duel with the ghoul. Uh, so we finally got that phrase back in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the the last point that I need to make is uh, Brothers Paradox is in nine episodes, so we uh, oh we're getting ooh, close, we're closing we're, the gap, we're, we're peaking sooner than I expected us to, and, and it seems like we're still going up. We we still have nine more episodes of uh, of steady climb until we reach what what we all believe is the pinnacle of this show. Oh, hundred percent. Well, I gotta say. Um, so I, I, obviously I know that the next episode is Rex Raptor, Yes. but I feel like my memory of this show is everything up to the point that we are at brother's paradox. And then they're in Pegasus's castle. So there's, there's a, a lot of, of gaps in my memory. There's the, and now I know that it's about nine episodes of gaps. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what these nine episodes contain. Uh, yeah, not a lot, to be honest with you. Um, it, it's kind of like just a few, like, meaningless duels. Yeah, it's a lot of throwaway stuff. There, there, the episode where we finally meet Bakura from school is coming up. Uh, oh, after that, Raptor, that's a good one. And that Looking is one of that. my least favorite episodes of the entire show. <laughs> can't wait, can't wait. So, I'll have a lot to say How on that. How dare you? Um, and then, you, you are right, that after, 
after Brothers Paradox, we are pretty much in the castle, but a lot more happens in the castle than you might remember. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also, like, the, the lead-up to there's the castle. There's a lot of duels outside like, the castle, I remember. Yeah. There is one specific duel outside oh, it's like the Kaiba castle that is Yugi, worth remembering. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, please save your editorializing for later. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get to it, though. We'll get to yeah. it. Uh, otherwise, uh, do you guys have any other closing notes on these three episodes? I mean, the, the only, the, the, the last thing I wrote in my notes when I watched these three episodes was just the word epic. Not the word I would have used, but I appreciate your feedback. So far, things are going great for me. Um, I, I was That's expecting good. to be, to be far, m- way, way more in, in the muck than I am now, but maybe I'm still in the muck. I'm just enjoying it. I'm, I'm glad that you're enjoying being in this muck. Um, I, I, I hope that that brings good fortunes when it gets muckier. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I, I will say that tracking all the data that I want to track to, to, um, cause this, this will be my third time watching through the show. Um, and there are a lot of things that now that I'm watching with a more scrutinous eye, I'm noticing that I wouldn't have otherwise noticed. So I'm enjoying the fact that I'm keeping all of this data and I'm excited to look back on it when it's more filled out. But when I only have 10 episodes of data, this feels like a long, tedious process to mark all of this stuff. And it is incredibly boring and it has really been a slog much more than I thought to get through these episodes sometimes. (laughs) Don't worry, Mark. We only have like 240 more. We're bringing it. We're bringing it for you, the listeners. This is this is why we do this. This is not for our enjoyment. This is for your enjoyment. No, not at all. We do it for the listeners. We always do it for the listeners. That's that's all we ever do anything for. Exactly. Vote Yugi Boys twenty twenty one best podcast of the year. You better, <laughs> because we are. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess if we have nothing else, um, we'll be back next time with the. Joey versus Rex Raptor duel episodes and uh and go from there. Cool. Bye guys. <laughs>